Hello, Bible Studies for Life student ministry leaders. Welcome to a brand new quarter of BSFL. Now, in the past, we've done training in a video format, but moving forward, we're going to a brand new way of doing things. We're going to do a uh, podcast-style audio training, so I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope it's meaningful to you, and it helps you to prepare for the time that you will spend with your students. This unit, we are taking a look at what we're calling Holy Vocabulary. Um, our words, they mean a lot. The things we say, the, the specific words we use. And sometimes, uh, if you've grown up in church or if you've got any familiarity with the Bible, which hopefully uh, we do, then there are certain words that we use all the time, but we may not necessarily know the specific meaning of that. Over the next six weeks together, we're going to be taking a look at these holy vocabulary words, these terms that we find in Scripture, and we're going to make sure that we have a firm grasp on what the Bible intends to communicate to us through these terms. The first session is entitled Holy. We're going to take a look at this word holy, and the Scripture we're going to be studying is Isaiah chapter 40, verses 25 through 31. The main point is this, God is distinct from and above absolutely everything else. This idea of holiness, and we know that God is holy, and God has actually, uh, in, in response to His holiness, called us to be ourselves holy, to be like Him, to be a reflection of who He is. This idea of holiness, it means to be different, set apart. God is far above us, and His holiness uh, is representative of that truth. In um, Isaiah chapter 40, the prophet asks uh, a couple of foundational questions. Number one, he asks, who is like me and who is equal to me? Now, if we attempt to answer these rhetorical questions, Isaiah didn't necessarily need an answer because the answer is implied. Nobody is like God. Nobody is equal to God. But we have to, we have to understand that naturally in response to that question. Here's what's going on in the lives of the Jews when Isaiah comes to them. They're experiencing some extremely difficult circumstances. The Assyrian army, a very powerful nation with the capacity to overwhelm, at least on the surface, that's what it seemed like, to overwhelm the nation of Israel, was threatening to attack with a huge army, and Israel had no clue what to do. Uh, to top it all off, they didn't respond to Isaiah, to the prophet, to God's word the way that they should have. And what happened was they fell into complaining. We've seen this over and over in the lives of Israel throughout the Old Testament. And this is what happens again. They just begin complaining. Isaiah comes to them in verse 28, opens up with a couple questions. Do you not know? Have you not heard about God? The Israelites, they had forgotten all the things that God had done for them in the past. God had called them to remember the Passover as a, as a statute permanently throughout their generations. And despite the fact that uh, at times they practiced this according to what God had called them to, they still failed to remember God's character uh, demonstrated in the things that he had done for them. And they complained with no regard for who God was or how he had treated them in the past. Much like the children of Israel, we tend to forget the things that God has done and said. When things don't go well, uh, we're tempted to fall into complaining. And when we do this, we're living without any view whatsoever of who God is or the promises that he's made to us. And the practical question that we want to ask, what keeps us from trusting the Lord. Israel, despite the fact that they faced 
very difficult circumstances that uh, rightfully, if we live by an earthly perspective, should bring fear to anybody. The truth is they had promises from God and they had seen him provide for them over and over. If we're followers of Christ, we've got that same kind of testimony. But what keeps us from trusting God is we take our eyes off him. We forget who he is and the things that he's done for us. And we live in light of the things that we see around us in the world. We learn even to love the things of the world. Trusting in God is fundamentally opposed to living according to that reality. Thank you for taking the time to prepare. Thank you for devoting yourself to the Lord's work and investing in the lives of your students. Pray this time of brief training has been really helpful. Have a great week. I'm praying for you guys, and I look forward to connecting again soon. 